We must get stronger and stronger. You know, in the enemy camp, as the day approaches, they become more vicious because they know you wake up and become strong in the physical. So we need to be stronger and stronger. Hallelujah. We'll continue with our program. And our program is looking at a message, a homily, a short sermon on a cry for revival. Amen. I know revival is a big, big topic. And some people want to see big things, rocks falling as a sign of revival. But we are just going to look at revival and our needs for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I feel we are Hallelujah. Amen. I want to give a testimony. I was very sick uh, Wednesday and Thursday. I don't know what it was. I know in the fear Corona, it wasn't Corona. So, um, even when we were celebrating the declaration of Zaka, the Christian nation, I wasn't there. I couldn't go there. So I thought, what is this? I was just feeling sick. I could not wake up, you know? It's not malaria, it's not corona, so what is it? So I just told myself, whatever happens, I'm going to be cross over. And you know, we understand, in quotation, he likes being very realistic. You cannot manage to go to the crossover like that. But I can testify that I'm stronger and I'm healed. Hallelujah. I'm revived. Amen. We are going to read from the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse, verses 16 to 30. A very popular scripture that we know of. Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 to 30. We have uh, a reading from there. Are we there? Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 to 30. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He said unto him, Which? Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man said unto him, All these things I have kept 
from my youth up. What, what lack I yet? Jesus said unto him, If thou would be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a, of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Maybe we can end there. Our focus is mainly from 16 to 22. Thank you for the reading of the word of God. We have in the story a rich young man. And this young man had a yearning. He had a cry. He had a need. And this need was that of entering the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So it's a need that bothered him. That despite all the riches that he had, he had to go to Jesus to ask so that he gets an answer. This young man, if I may give a background, from what we read, he was very privileged. He had a very good start that most young men, perhaps of his age, did not have. Hallelujah. So he is also referred to as the young ruler. Amen. All those were privileges. You know, some young men, to get to where this young man was, you have to really work very hard. Some have to, to, to go to uh, satanists in order to get rich at this age. But this young man worked very hard. And he earned the status of a rich young man. They would not call him rich young man for nothing. He was rich and he was young. Amen. But because he was also a ruler, he had a good status in society. He had authority. So he could speak things and people would, would listen to him. He had a certain command over people who were even older than him. Hallelujah. I know our cousins from Southern Province have heard that if a young man is rich, he can speak even before old people, as long as they, they don't have ghetto. Sister Muziaba can, can, can offend. If a young man has, for example, maybe 20 cows, and an older man has two, they will allow the younger man to speak in the meeting than that one who does not have enough cows. So this young man had that kind of authority. But we see that his life was not complete. Amen. So he was still seeking for something. There was something that was missing. There was a hunger in him for him to enter the kingdom of God. And so the Bible records that he goes to Jesus as Jesus was leaving Jerusalem. He ran after him and fell in front of him and knelt, showing humbleness. Amen. And he asked him, what do I need? You know, good teacher, what do I need for 
me to enter the kingdom of God. And Jesus also questioned him. Uh, have you kept the commandments? Honor your father and mother. Love your neighbor. Do not steal. He read all the commandments and said, These I have kept from the time I was young. But then Jesus poses a question. To say, okay, if you have done all these things, then you need one thing. The one thing you must do. Hmm. Amen. Hmm. Although he had kept all the commandments, he still needed one thing to do. And that one thing was to go and sell all his possessions and give them to the poor. But what happened? This young man, we are told, was very grieved. Amen. So here is someone who misses revival. Because revival talks about improving a situation, bringing life to something that is dying, making advancements, making improvements. But here is someone who has a lack, but when Jesus gives him the condition, he gets annoyed. Hallelujah. So what we see is that the young man came to Jesus with conditions. He came to Jesus with an agenda. So we may be talking about a revival here. We are crying for revival. I want the Lord to revive me. I want things to change. We are now in 2023. I want my prayer life to change. I want, you know, my commitment to the Lord. I want my ministry. But are you ready to do what the Lord Jesus Christ wants you to do? The one thing that you must do. Yes, you have kept the laws. But what this young man forgot was, he was keeping the laws, but what he needed was Jesus in his life. Man looks at the outside. But the Lord looks at the heart. So, the Lord Jesus Christ was dealing with the heart of this young man. And that's what God is interested in. So if you are yearning for revival, forget about keeping commandments without Jesus Christ in your life. Hallelujah. Because it's Jesus Christ that will give us the revival. You cannot be revived without Jesus Christ. So listen to what Jesus is saying. No wonder Mary, the mother, at the wedding had come. He told those people, just do what he's telling you. Amen. They were doubting. Oh, you know, jugs of water. The, 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 the wine had run out. It's another story. But the point here is, he said, she said, just do what he's telling you. That's when you can be revived. This young man failed the test. He had the right conditions. He had a longing. Because if you want revival, you must feel empty. Hallelujah. Because you have to have a hunger. You know, like a deer. As a deer panties for the water, so my soul longs after you, Lord. You have to have that longing. You cannot just say, no, I want revival. I want revival. You know, it'd be like those grade 12 students who finish school. They call themselves the super. When they finish school, they beat their chests. We are joining the society. 
society. Then you ask them, which society? They don't even know. Amen. So we cannot say, I'm, I'm crying for revival. I'm crying for revival. When actually, what you need is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Don't come to Jesus with your own agenda. How many times have we approached the Lord with our own agenda? In 2023, we don't approach God with our own agenda. Let's go as we are. Amen. Wait on him. He is the one who knows your life. He is the one who sees you. He is the one who knows your situation. He is the one who knows all things concerning your life. So just come to him as you are. The young man came to him with a condition. He actually came thinking that the Lord Jesus Christ was going to praise him. All he needed was just validation. That's why he was so sure. This one, no, I've kept since I was young. What makes Lord? You know, it was like he was challenging him to say, I've done all this, what else? The kingdom of God cannot be earned through your own credit. Revival, therefore, cannot be earned through your own credit. You need the Lord Jesus Christ. You need the Holy Spirit to move you to greater heights. You need the Holy Spirit to revive you. Hallelujah. So that everything about you uh, changes. We also see that the anger that this young man had, you know, it was that he was holding on to something. I don't know what it is that we are holding on to. You don't even want people to talk to, to you about it. Because God can speak through people that have authority over us. People that can speak into our lives. For example, our religious leaders, our parents, even friends sometimes. Our supervisors at our place of work. They may speak about something that they see in you, but you get annoyed. The right attitude for revival is not to get annoyed. Is to be introspective and reflective. Amen. If this young man had reflected, I'm sure he would have known to say, okay, this is what the Lord means. But because he did not want to part with his riches, it's not, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, we're not saying it's wrong to be rich, it's a blessing to be rich. Amen. This story is not condemning the rich or condemning being wealthy, no. It's just an example of those things that we treasure to the point of being self-reliant. We are so self-reliant, we don't need God. So if you are self-reliant, you cannot have any revival. Amen. Your dependence on God is the beginning of revival. We need to depend on God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we look at um, <coughs> the, the woman with uh, issue of blood. <coughs> the woman with that issue of blood depended so much on God. He begins like the young man 
Just a thought. If only I can touch the hem of Jesus. He had a lack. Like the young man, she also lacked something. She was missing something. And so she said, if only I can touch the hem of Jesus' garment, I'll be healed. And exactly that's what she did. We also have Batmeyer, the blind Batmeyer. What he needed was his sight. His sight to be revived. So if you want revival, you have to have that longing, that deep yearning for the things of God, that deep yearning for Jesus. You have to be in Batmeyer's situation to know what blindness means. Batmeyer was blind and the sighted way stopping him from shouting. But he kept on shouting. When they stopped him, that's when he even shouted the louder. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Hallelujah. That cry can only come from someone who's yearning for something. Hallelujah. Ignoring the crowds. Cutting through the crowds with your issue, and you are known to have that issue. Everybody knows that woman has an issue. But man, maybe the eyes were popping out, but he didn't mind. He just shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, because I need my sight. And his sight was restored. Amen. But Mary Magdalene, forgot about all the cosmetics, the hairdo that she had. She wiped Jesus' feet oh, yes. with her hair. She had a longing. Hallelujah. This is the cry we are talking about. What is your cry? What is your longing? Or are you satisfied like the rich young man? If you are content, then we will move on like that in Christmas grace. Hallelujah. But for as long as I know the word of God, there's always something that you need to do. There is the one thing that you must do. So you need to allow the Holy Spirit to work in you. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. We should not grieve the Holy Spirit. Because if we do so, we are going to die. That rich young man, Although we are not told what happened to him. But what we know is that Jerusalem was devastated by the Roman armies. And most of the Jews lost their riches and their lives. He could have been one of those. But look at Peter and the other disciples. They just followed Jesus and followed him wherever he was. So we need to follow what God is saying. Hallelujah. So to cry for revival, we need to surrender all. Hallelujah. We need to surrender all. The seven churches that God writes letters to, he just wants to, I want to point out that we can never have everything. There's always something missing. And that's what God is interested in this morning. Hallelujah. We can turn to Revelation 2. 
Let's open up. Let's hear what he wants us to do. Let's hear what he's telling us. Because the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts through. What is the word saying to us today? What is the spirit saying to us today? We should not grieve the Holy Spirit by moving away. Hallelujah. Because if we need revival, we should start at the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is where the young man started, but didn't complete the, the mission. We should start at the feet of Jesus and end at the feet of Jesus. So we are going to rise up. Sing a song. This this is it's, it's very personal. We cannot have, have revival makers until we ourselves are revived as individuals. So we are going to go before the Lord uh, through this short sermon. Whatever we have learned, we just come before God so that in this new year, in this new year, our cry should be a cry for revival. Amen. Our cry should be a cry for revival. A baby does not cry unless there's something that is causing that baby to cry. What is it that we are crying for? What is it that we want God to do? What is it that we want to see change in our Christian world? Thank you. 